What up, friends? Welcome to another edition of Feinbolt. I am your host, Jeffrey Feinbolt, here. We talk all things in the world of Chargers football here on Mayo Media Network. If you missed it earlier in the week, myself, Pat, and Tim Anderson, we already broke down every game on the Week 14 schedule. That is out in the Mayo Media feed. The Spread Pick Show with Rob and and Cam and Pat will be dropping later in the week. You don't want to miss that one. It is my favorite show over here at Mayo Media Network. Is UFC this weekend, so the boys at Dogger Pass have already dropped it. So let's get into it here on Fine Bolt. A lot of calm in the world of Chargers football at the moment. Very content feelings inside. There even, you know, were rumors of COVID outbreaks, and I was keeping composed through all of it yesterday um big win in cincinnati big win and i gotta say um it's so funny how the league works right as charger fans our worst loss of the season was the denver loss it was a really demoralizing game and a game that we felt could create some separation for us and then boom we're right back to where we were just felt like we were in quicksand trading losses with wins but a huge get off the mat performance by the bolts in the natty i'll be breaking that down in just a moment but i want to address the COVID situation as it pertains to the chargers a lot of unknowns right there was a very i'll admit like a very nervous time yesterday when i didn't know if all these new reports were close contacts or actual covid um positive covid tests and the thoughts of an outbreak going through the team was running rampant in my mind and obviously hyper concerned about I'm not here to disrespect the giants, you know, whatever. I'll do that plenty. I did it on the spread picks show, I guess. Um, and it's easy to do. And I'm sure in the next 20 minutes, I'll do it right in front of you right now. But my concern in losing a couple receivers, even as good as they were, I don't know. I was like, okay, it's not going to be a problem between the, between her up, you know, Herbert's the man and Eckler and, Guyton Palmer, and I imagine we would use all the tight ends from Cook to, to Parham to Steven Alexander if they couldn't roll. So, but my bigger concern was like double whammies with the Thursday game next week. As of now, it, it appears the Chargers have avoided worst case scenario because it was really scary. It was a the range of outcomes when that tweet came down that Williams and Harris were on the COVID list. The range of outcomes was. We have an outbreak and we're, we're screwed like bigly. We have a problem right now with positive tests and we play on Thursday night next week. So those are the two worst case scenarios, like a full on outbreak and a huge problem was a major concern. After that, even a small outbreak of positive cases would have required the chiefs game to be gone for a lot of players or, or, or some of the players mentioned, but Relief in seeing its close contact and the door open on all those guys being able to play this week versus the Giants. So that is certainly absolutely uh, a big relief for us. Bolt gang, Bolt gang. Big time. Big time. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so, yeah, now we've got to finally put back to back wins together. Staley spoke about it in the press conference. Uh, sorry, not Staley. Staley speaks about it all the time. But even some of the players they had in front of the podium yesterday 
Derwin and Corey Lindsley were making mention that that they know they haven't won back-to-back games since the four and one start. And as I mentioned, a, a, a feeling of, of uh, I don't know, one nice win, one big win really, I don't know, just calms the nerves, calms the senses. We go back to before the game versus the Bengals. Before the game versus the Bengals, the Chargers had a 53% to make the playoff probability. Okay? After the game versus the Bengals, um, it's 78%. Whoo-wee! Before the game versus Denver, it was like 67%. So it was about 67, 68%. Lose to Denver, drops to 53%. Beat Cincinnati up to 78% on the ESPN like football power index. I've seen things ranging from like 75 to 80%. Five games left. A lot versus the division, the Giants and Houston. So all things are setting up for what we wanted, friends. Everything is still in front of the Chargers to make the playoffs, to hopefully compete in the playoffs. Do I see this Charger team being able to win three straight playoff games? We sit here at the beginning of December. My answer is no. Now, like, would the ceiling be the most incredible thing to happen to me? Of course. Is it something I'm cheering for? Absolutely. But I need you guys to keep me in check here. We just got to make this postseason, and then it's totally house money. Totally house money. Totally house money. What's scary is the Patriots also feel like they are technically playing with house money, although not because they're the Patriots, and they're probably going to be the number one seed, which is a bit of a change in a dynamic to that. But when you consider where they are in, in a lot of places – the fact that they're going to play Mac Jones is going to play in his first playoff game is a big deal. Win or lose. You guys get to check that one off. Not everyone's Tom Brady. Okay. looks like Tom Brady. They do a lot of Brady things. I'm not here to be smirch. The Patriots one bet one iota. I'm just saying not every, like it's one thing to be a really good young quarterback and have success. It's another thing to like make the playoffs, go in three, four straight games and win a Super Bowl as a rookie. So that's what I mean when I say he's Tom, not Tom Brady. Although through what, 13 games or something, 12 games, 12 plus a bye. <coughs> there are so many Brady vibes there. And as I mentioned many times throughout the week and a lot of content I put out last week, not to get off the charger train for just a moment, but it's so messed up. Like how good they are again, right away. You know, for people watching this show, you're a fan of the team that seemingly can't get things right. Would never get things right consistently. And then let alone, um, just, I, I can't even quantify it. Cause I've never been to the top to then have to like reset for, for a brief moment to then be back at the top. I can't even compute it. I do know as a fan that so badly would love to taste the top one day that seeing them just able to fix it so quickly has to be hyper frustrating. Now, there are probably people out there saying, whoa, 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 stop the clock, Feinberg. You didn't get to the top. We know you want the top. 
Not everyone gets the top, especially when the Patriots hog them all. But I should I be allowed to complain? Because I went from Philip Rivers to to Justin Herbert with one game in between of a Tyrod Taylor victory. So in that respect, I shouldn't complain. But that's just a small piece. That's just a small piece. That's like I have the frame of a really nice car, but it doesn't. I can't turn it on. We don't have, you know, their special team sucks. All, all sorts of things. So I didn't mean to get off on a Patriot tangent. It's just, it's equally incredible and frustrating now. So I can imagine, and I would say if you're an AFC East fan, like a Bills, Jets, Patriots fan, there's nothing incredible about it. It's just frustrating. When you're not in their division, and I love football so much, I'm able to, like a small semblance, like appreciate and acknowledge it's so incredible. What is going on right? What is going on there? Frustrating in the sense that like they can't even be down for, for an hour. Two hours, if you want to include having to deal with last year, they still won seven games. The funny thing about last year is they won seven games, but we talked about them like they won three. You know what, folks? God willing, I will be so lucky that in January we could do this all over again. Right? Right, Charger fans? That's all we want is come January, a chance to do this again. And what do I, what what does he mean by this again? To just go on a rant about the Patriots. Like, I don't think the Chargers would win in Foxborough in January, but God willing, would I love to be there. I don't think first round is possible because I expect them to be on a buy. So that would mean we win a game. Maybe we win two games. I would love to be there. I've been there before. Do you know I've been there before? Some of you do. Some of you don't. I was at that AFC title game the year the Patriots were perfect and subsequently lost to the Giants. I was there. I was in the upper bowl of Gillette Stadium, bundled up, uh, taking no shrapnel. It's like... Do you know what it was? I was like literally like, how do I put this? To Patriots fans, I was an extinct creature. Like, what the hell is a Charger fan doing wandering through our parking lot? I don't want to heckle him. I want to take a picture with him. I didn't even know that thing existed. Do you know what I mean? So it was such a big game, but the crowd was never even on me. And it was a close game the whole time. My point being is I've been there. I have been there for an AFC title game. And I'd give, uh, to go back would be a dream. An opportunity to go back and do it again would be a dream. Could end in a nightmare, but it would be a dream. The worst part about that is they could have played Eli in the Super Bowl. It would have meant the world to me to play Eli in the Super Bowl. I have a lot in this world. I'd give up almost everything to have had that chance. Just the chance. Oh, I didn't get it. Didn't get it. And speaking of Eli, they, we play the Giants this week. And for those that know me, that know me well, yeah, you know, we had some fun with Tua last year. And it's nice to see him playing well right now. And I think I've been 
um like happy to see him him play well that's nice that's it's good now the dolphins have questions and like i joked last year maybe at the beginning of this year i realized quickly early like i was in too deep on something i didn't like fully believe in and i let up after about 250 meters but my buddy tim is still running laps sprinting laps sprinting laps on this notion I will forever sprint laps, I think, on the New York football giants. And yeah, it all goes back to Eli, but there's not a team in the league. There's not a team that plays football on any planet that I want worse quarterback luck till the end of time to face them like I do the New York Giants. Sorry. The guy you replace Jones with, I want him to suck. The guy you replace him with, I expect him to suck and so on and so forth, okay? You got your Super Bowls. I'm going to take this with me until you prove it wrong, until you get a quarterback that I can't keep this bid up for. All right, Giant fans, you got your Super Bowls. You can just, I lost. I lost. This is now the act of a sore loser, someone not mature enough to move on. But I'm... I, I'm here for it. I want you in quarterback hell. And it looks like you, 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 the first few innings seems pretty steamy down south. Quarterback hell with Satan and Saddam. Okay? Line them up. That's what I want for you. Wouldn't it be fun to Nate Peterman, Jake Fromm's ass? Or take that draft neck, Mike Glennon. I mean, I guess I'd be doing you a favor at this. Giants fans, just get the best draft pick you can. Let's be real. There's a total house cleaning coming there. Coach, GM, um, quarterback. What's funny about the Giants, what's funny about the Giants, not funny to Giants fans, not funny to Giants fans, is, is like a nose hair away from having what I have. Okay. But I wouldn't have known it was supposed to be mine. People close to the giants, people close to football. It's not really a secret. David Gettleman absolutely coveted, coveted Justin Herbert. One problem late in that process, Herbert decides he's going back to school. Gettleman drafts Daniel Jones, okay? Next year, Gettleman has Daniel Jones. He's now picking fourth, fourth overall. He can have Tua. He can have Herbert. Obviously, he's not going to. People go after Jones's rookie year were excited. for. That's fair. He didn't do any, like, his rookie year only showed you stick with and you build on. And so he drafts Andrew Thomas. Okay, whatever. I mean, I've seen that guy get benched. He's fourth overall, so he probably sucks. I'll find out Sunday when I throw Bosa around that edge on him, okay? We'll find out. So the Giants draft Andrew Thomas fourth overall. Then we get to the next year. And Rashawn Slater is still on the Jordan where the Giants pick. One problem. They used that pick last year on the left tackle. He sucks. Whop. Womp. 
The Giants can have Justin Herbert and Rashawn Slater. And it's not that crazy of a scenario. In the world in which your GM coveted my quarterback. Even if it's that, even if that is 77% true, I'm going to make it like it's 127% true. Okay. So there's that. Well, I'm fired up. Let's, you know what? I'm going to give the defense credit right now. What a performance. Thank you guys. We were winning first down changes. Everything win first down. The game changes. The game can change for us. Chris Ruff, the pass rush. Joey Bosa leaves the game. What a great thing for, I mean, anything with Bosa and a concussion is concerning. It's nice to see he's up and moving. It's nice to know he wanted back in the game. It's, you know, beautiful to see how Brandon Staley handles his players and cares about his players. So that's a lovely element of this coach. But what a, what an effort. We get all those sacks without Bosa in the game. It warmed my heart. It made me feel fantastic. Chris Rump, I mean, you see natural pass rush ability there. He's got to, you know, I think the Chargers worry the presence of Chris Rump he at the moment in his career, the Chargers acknowledge a bit of a developmental pick. They have to development, develop him in some ways. He can be maybe a little liability against a run and teams see him out there and maybe they can pick on that. But it didn't seem the case last week. Ran all sorts of fun, uh, different looks and packages and the Chargers were getting to the quarterback. And, and it's not crazy to fathom that as we continue to grow and get deeper into the year, these players get that much more comfortable in the assignments in the Staley defense, because while they were being the worst run defense in the league, and it was beyond frustrating and the tackling was getting annoying, like, especially in that Denver game, I'd come on here and mention, you know, hearing Staley, like, like Staley would say the results from the run defense are frustrating but you look on tape and you see like four or five runs where we are in the absolute right play call. We, we bust the line of scrimmage. We do everything right, but get the guy down. And then it ends up being like a seven yard run. Those runs are finally ending at the point of attack. The good play, the run D play call against the optimal defensive play call is now working optimally for us which is nice, which is nice, makes me happy, guys, makes me happy. Um, I just want to bring up a screenshot that I had to take. This is from the boys at the Guilty is Charged Charger podcast, going to give them some love here, but um the weekly special teams update the chargers are back at 31st in overall dvoa special teams per football insider insider outsiders after allowing just 17.3 yards per kick return the chargers kickoff unit took a sizable leap up in the rankings and now sit at 17th in the league league wide now the problem is field goals and extra points are 24th Kick off their 17th, kick return their 26th, punt their 32. Punt return 14th. Now, I'm going to harp on this punt thing in a moment. 24th and field goal and extra points. That actually rose one spot. 
Uh, we missed another extra point last week. We made a couple field goals. Kickoff return 17th. Sorry, kickoff. Kickoff 17th. Last week was great. The first contact kickoff coverage was outstanding. The average starting field position in that game, outstanding. Okay, getting down the field on kickoffs, making those tackles. That's the happiest I've been in that regard in some time. Kick return up 26th. Uh, we're slowly moving up there. Nice kick return by Andre Roberts to start the game. It's You could tell he has confidence. You could tell the guys have confidence in him, and you can see a difference that makes punt 32 and punt return 14. So punt return seeing a nice jump with the uh, addition of Roberts. What an addition for us. I mean, it's so stupid, but I've noticed it. It comes off the TV, and I feel better when the punts are in the air. And something horrible won't happen. But punts at 32 is a bit of a concern for me, friends. That seems quite high, and by high, that's dead last. And I like Ty Long. But that's something we're really going to have to look into. There were a few opportunities last week for him to send them really deep into corners, and he was unable to do that. Those kind of frustrated me. Um, seems like the best he can do is sticking someone to the 15, but we haven't seen anything that great from him. We'll see how that bears out going forward. I wouldn't be surprised one bit if Ty is not the punter next year. But wouldn't shock, wouldn't shock me, I guess, if he was either. I don't know. Last year felt like he was performing way better. We don't punt a lot either, which is great, which is fun. And last week was, I mean, that was something, right? I believe it was 24-0 Chargers, and they had only run 23 plays. Like, that is the magic I am talking about. Come back. Very annoying. It's easy to say a lot of that is based on Eckler's um, Eckler's fumbles. It's easy to put a lot of that on Eckler's uh, on Eckler's fumbles. Those were two fumbles uh, that set them up in the red zone and took points away from us on an instance while we were potentially marching. So that is that. And hey. All, those talk, all that talk, we're going to leave on this. Justin Herbert, not a football player, not a leader. Did you see that tackle? Did you see that tackle? That tackle by Justin Herbert is going to end up on clips of how you tackle properly. What a form tackle. What a football player. I love him. He's mine. We're going to go get it, guys. We are going to finish this thing strong. I'm feeling a 4-1 and one finish, maybe even 5-0. and oh. Crazy? Maybe, but I'm fired up for it. I think we're going to – I am so excited to see how Coach Staley um, – to see how Coach Staley – how do I put this? The rematches. Rookie head coach. We have three rematches down the stretch versus division rivals. I want to see how he responds to the rematches for which we won the first leg, and I want to see how we respond to the rematches the rematch like Denver from where we lost the first leg. That one I care about a lot. Versus a, a coaching mentor of his in, in Vic Fangio. The Giant and Houston game. If I'm, I'm expecting just a throat stomp. 
God help me if we lose either of them. I'm Jeff Feinberg. This has been Feinbull. I had a blast here on Mail Media Network. I don't know if you saw in the like, last five minutes, something is going on um, inside me. So I'm going to drop this right now because I'm honestly having trouble talking. But I'm fired up. I am fired up. I can't wait to play the Giants. I can't wait to play the Giants. Sundays, I'm looking forward. This is like a wrong attitude. This is the worst attitude. But I have like a very chill feeling about Sunday. I'm not going to wake up and be like annoyed or nervous and anxious and frustrated. I'm going to enjoy the day with the boys, feet up, enjoying the early games. I don't have to pace. We're playing the goddamn Giants. Mike, Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm, it doesn't matter who it is. In my home league, in my home league, home leagues are all that matters, guys, right? At least for me. I don't care about all that other stuff. Home league, we don't play cheap in the home league either. So. Uh, I picked up Charger D. Now, getting to use them this week, I didn't even know Jake Fromm was playing when I picked them up or potentially playing, but I picked them up this week. This is just a, a lucky bonus. Bad for the guy I'm playing because I think we're going to smoke the Giants. But it was that week, that first-round playoff matchup in my league um, versus Houston that I'm here for. Ten men, four make the playoffs. I'm tied for first. Got my playoff spot locked up. The guy I'm tied for first with, my boy Harley, I lost in the finals last year. I'm a three-time winner of a league that is now going on 22 years strong. There, I think, are three of us that have won three times. Um, so I'm hoping to be the first four-time winner. Blah, blah, look at me. We're big buys. Let's go. Kamala out. <laughs>